Hi everyone. Um, I am coming at you with another episode. Oh, my teeth are so sore. I got my like retainers done today, or I got my permanent retainers, which I've been wearing Invisalign while these are being made. And every time, you know, if you've gone to the orthodontist, you know, every time something's changed out, it's just sore for a few days. This is not the worst it's felt. Like, this is by far probably one of the less sore things or less painful things that's happened at the ortho. Because I've gone through everything. I don't know if if you guys have experienced this, but I had spacers. I had the expander. I had braces. I had bands for my braces. I was even threatened to get spikes on my teeth like, on the backside so that my tongue doesn't touch them, um, but I vetoed that quicker than he could even get the full sentence out, and then I've had my retainers, like, just a whole lot going on in the, in the ortho department, um, so, you know, having something with such a little pain is honestly a blessing, but I thought I'd record, um, this is actually the latest I've ever recorded. It's 6.30 p.m. I just finished dinner. I cooked dinner for my family, which is actually something that I enjoy doing, especially since starting recovery. Everyone loves my food genuinely now because it's good food. It's like, well, okay. <laughs> I don't want to do my own horn or anything, um, but I do kind of have a natural creative ability for flavors, so cooking comes a bit more natural, and like, what is normal cooking to me is not possible to some people, apparently. Like, I talked to my mom, and she says, oh, like, I would never think to add this or add that or taste it like this or whatever, which kind of just blows my mind because it's something that comes so naturally to me, but that's a skill she's had to learn, and she's learned through watching me. Um, so anyways, I was mentioning my dinner. Yeah, I we had, like, um, well, okay. The recipe should be up on my Instagram by the time this goes out, but we had, like, um, an Italian butter bean cod, like, not exactly a stew, but, like, it, it was kind of stewed, and then it was over farro, farro, I think it's farro, with a kale salad that's actually good because it has enough fats on it to, like, break down stuff, and asparagus. So, you know, honestly... 8 out of 10 dinner for me. Pretty good. And, oops, sorry, I'm getting a message. Um, yeah, I thought I'd record. So, today's episode, I thought I would talk about religion. Now, a disclaimer before I start this episode. Um, I am in no way, shape, or form telling you to be, like, to conform to the religion I... Okay, conforms a bit intense. I'm in no way telling you to... I'm a Christian. There, that's all. Like, I'm a Seventh-day Adventist Christian. I'm in no way telling you to be a Christian or that you have to believe the things I believe. I just kind of want to share where I come from, my experience with religion, why... Like, I'm at the age where I could technically choose to not be a Christian if I said to my parents, hey, you know, I don't want to go to church, I don't want to associate with anything, they'd be okay with that. Um, but I do choose, and I have a personal relationship with God, 
So I kind of want to talk about that because religion is kind of a taboo topic that's not talked about a ton. Um, It is talked about more now and there's more and more creators sharing their stories and their faith. But I feel like my faith and God was a big part of my recovery and is and just my whole life. So I just feel like I should share it. And, you know, this episode probably won't get as many listens but that's totally okay. I understand not everyone is interested in hearing about this, but you know, if you are, or if you've never heard of this stuff, or you're interested, or you're a Christian and you want to relate to someone, stick around, because I think it'll be a pretty good one. So without further ado, okay, restarting. Um, So, <laughs> okay, I gotta give context to saying that. Uh, my family was like being really loud and talking loudly right next to my room. So it was very, I could hear it through my mic. So, I just deleted that clip. We're starting fresh. Um, Anyways, I'm going to kind of give my background with the church and my religion, and then we'll go from there. So, I grew up in Canada going to a non-denominational church. So, a denomination is like, there's the Catholics, the Lutherans, I'm a Seventh-day Adventist, etc., but they all believe in God and Jesus, the Holy Spirit. So they believe in the Trinity. They believe that he created the earth. They believe in heaven and hell. Um, but within those groups, there's different beliefs. So going to a non-denominational church, it was like we just took the general beliefs and we all kind of came together just to worship. Um, and so that church, I, I had a good experience there. I was young. That was where I was introduced to like, the whole concepts, I gave my heart to Christ at that church when I was three, um, so that church has, like, a special place in my heart, because I have fond memories relating to religion and the church there, and then when I was seven, I moved to California, and here, it's a heavy Seventh-day Adventist-based community, so, you know, almost everyone here living where I live, I'm not going to say my town name, um, is Seventh-day Adventist. And we might actually be one of the biggest communities in the world, like the biggest concentration of Seventh-day Adventist, because there's probably like eight or nine churches within 10 miles of me. And so when I moved back, my mom took us to a church that was very traditional Seventh-day Adventist. It had the organs and the hymnals and it's what you think of when you say church like Mm -hmm. and my previous experience with churches was not like this the church I went to in Canada was loud we had a drum kit there like as a kid I remember going up to the front of the stage and jumping up and down during worship like running around um just very different and so going to a conservative church was like quite a culture shock for me as a seven-year-old, and I didn't hate it, like, I don't think I've ever hated church, but it definitely wasn't something I look forward to, and, you know, as a little kid, you have a lot of energy, you just can't sit through an hour and a half service that's hymns and all that, so, um, thankfully, we got invited to another church, this is my current church, that is much more like our old church in Canada, except it's Seventh-day Adventist, so we worship on Saturday, the Sabbath. Um, in Canada, we worshiped on Sunday. Sorry, I have like something in my throat. I'm trying not to like make a loud noise, so my voice is getting distorted. 
Okay, we're good. Um, and so, like, transitioning to that was really awesome because it was the same type of music as I was used to and everything. And it was a lot less conservative. Um, so, switching to that was good for me. And I've been there for, I want to say, seven and a half years now. And I've I've gone through periods in my life where I've been more and less close to God and involved in church. Um, but I think my mom leads by a good example of being a Christian but not being a judgy, harsh person. You know, sometimes when you think of Christians, you're like, oh, no, they don't want to do anything fun. They just want to, like, I don't know keep all the laws they're on you right like my mom is not like that so a lot of people in my specific denomination they take a break from all tv and electronics from saturday sundown so when the sabbath starts to no friday sundown to saturday sundown so sabbath ends on saturday sundown so they take a break from electronics and phones during that time and some people don't eat out on sabbath all that and coming down here that kind of intimidated me And, like, made me feel, like, I didn't love being a Christian for that reason. I was like, this is, like, really exclusive. And, like, when I hang out with people who are like that, like, I love everyone. And I have good relationships with all my family who's like that. But when we hang out with them, it just makes it hard. Because, okay, we can't go out to eat, so now we have to cook a meal. But, like, some people won't even cook on Sabbath. Um, And the Bible says that, like... In the New Testament, it talks all about um, the Pharisees are criticizing Jesus for breaking, like, the commandments. You know, he's taking too many steps on the Sabbath. But Jesus says, what's more important, to love others or to keep the law? Like, to love others is to keep the law. So, my mom has a very ebb and flow approach, you know. She likes us to take a break from our electronics just because it's good to have a break from things. You know, like, Saturday is my rest day because... It's the natural flow of things. If I don't want to wake up early before church and go on this like elaborate workout or anything. Saturday is usually a day we eat out. We take a break from cooking. Usually we try to play more board games and not be as on our phones. But like if there was a day, like I was traveling this past Saturday. I was on my phone for eight hours. My mom isn't on me. She's not mad. Like that's life. And so having a mom like that really um, has helped me in my walk as a Christian to be accepting and inclusive and I don't know I feel like I found a good balance in my personal life because of the balance my mom has showed me yeah uh that's a little bit about my past with being a Christian so I think now I'm kind of going to talk about some like some experiences I've had with God um because I definitely as when I was younger I'd hear my mom talk about her hearing God and just knowing, but I never was really confident that I had that ability or that I could trust God and like, oh, this is what he's telling me to do. But as I've, you know, grown in my faith, I have experienced that. And so the first thing I can remember, like the first time I've ever felt like I felt God, um, just present, or maybe the Holy Spirit is a better, like, the Holy Spirit is known as the one who's always with you, so I'd say this is the first time I even was aware. We were doing a Christmas play, and I, like, made a bunch of good connections there, and I felt super loved and accepted there, to the point where, like, on our last show, 
this is not like a cute little play. This is like a whole production. Like everyone's mic'd up. It's a new script every year, new cast every year. Like it's a big deal. We, we rehearsed for three months and then we put on four shows. So, um, like I developed good relationships there. And so the last show, I remember we stayed late, you know, we're talking to everyone and I go home and I'm showering and I just felt like this overwhelming sense of peace, like so deep. I wanted to cry and I did cry. I got emotional and mind you, I was like 12, which is kind of funny to think about, but I don't know. I can't even explain it. It's like hard to explain until you felt it or experienced it, but just this overwhelming, like just, I was relaxed and like, it was like, I knew that I knew that I knew that God was working in me during that. And that was my first experience with God. And I have to say that was a pretty powerful one to experience as a 12 year old. But I do think I've always had more of a, um, man, the word social, man, I cannot remember. We learned it in like fifth grade. Um, social intelligence. No. Yeah emotional intelligence that's it so like i i've even talked to like guidance counselors about this um i have the ability again i don't want to my own horn <laughs> um i have the ability to sense things and feel things in people that they might not necessarily even say or know they're feeling but i can just sense it and like this awareness of how people are feeling without them even saying it so I mean, I'm not super surprised that I felt the way I did, like, that experience with God. Um, Yeah, but that was the first one I can remember. And then another another one, um, this isn't necessarily, like, a moment, but I had this strong conviction to get baptized, which is where you dedicate, it's a public way of showing your dedication to Christ, and you're dedicating your life, and you're you are being reborn in him and leaving your sins behind and choosing to live a new life in him. So I decided to get baptized right, like, when was this? 2021. Like, I took baptismal studies in March and I got baptized in April. And honestly, when I look back to my eating disorder, I am so surprised I was in it for as long as I was without A, someone noticing, or B, me giving up. And I think the reason, I'm not saying like, oh, you know, I was able to go so long, blah, 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 like go me, that was God. But I think I had this strength and joy in God that would not have been there and would have made me 10 times more miserable if I didn't have a relationship with God. And so I think God played a big part in just my whole recovery process in just me knowing my worth and my worth is like found in him. And it's not found in worldly things because he has bigger plans for me. He has promises for me. And, oh, that's another good thing to talk about. Something I've struggled with in the past past is seeking validation from worldly things, from boys, from boys especially, from friends, from my peers, from not as much parents, because my mom has been good about not pressuring me in that way, but just, like, never feeling like, like, I was good enough or that, 
and never actually realizing until a few months ago that like god 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 accepts me as i am and that's enough you know god made me who i am with my passions and desires and dreams and he wants to help me live those out so i don't need to be seeking like validation from other sources and i don't need to be seeking like my worth is not defined by those things and so that's been another big thing in recovery knowing that i'm enough as i am i am trying hard enough as long as i go and give it 100 percent, god accepts me however i show up he takes he takes a broken he takes a weary and remembering that especially like my worth is not tied to my body because um my body is just a vessel for my soul and my body is giving me the ability to do god's work um for his kingdom that he has planned for me and you know like my worth is not defined on what i eat god does not love me if i eat a salad or a burger he loves me the same either way he loves me if i'm vegan or i'm not and like kind of developing my faith outside of just church because once you get to a certain point you have to make those like decision and take the steps to keep up a relationship with god because i'm at the point now where sure i could go to church once a week i would know god but i wouldn't actually have a good relationship with him and so a big thing i kind of realized um a couple years back was that hey this is something i need to work at and actually like pursue if i do want it and there's no shame in not wanting to pursue it i gave myself full permission to just like fall off the edge if i didn't want to pursue it um so i started reading my bible daily in the morning because i feel like that's something that really grounds me and just helps me remember who i am how i want to live my day my values and it gets me going for the day gets me ready and i start my day praying and i end my day praying just as a way to talk to god you know god is my friend god is anyone's friend who accepts him and i like i don't know it's a good way to start the day thank him and a good way to end the day it also helps me kind of like debrief and um make realizations about the day and so that's another thing i do and i also do listen to worship music i do love some other music too but i think like what i listen to really does affect my mental health a lot especially in terms of music so if i'm listening to all these like songs about sex and just cussing like a bunch of cuss words those songs are fun and hype once in a while but i i do like my mood and my mindset does change a lot when i listen to them which is interesting like um so you know i i try to balance my music and um like it's definitely not a sin to be to not listen to worship music but that's personally what i love you know and as i said at the beginning of this episode i'm not pushing my religion on anyone i'm sharing kind of what i've noticed and everything my my story with religion um yeah so i got baptized that was a kind of long tangent wow i got baptized in april and then um another really this was like a pivotal moment this almost kick-started my recovery it was like 
it was close. So I was journaling, I was praying leading up to 2022. And every year my mom asked God for a word and a verse that is going to fit the whole year. So, you know, some people make New Year's resolutions and they say, resolutions, <laughs> New Year's resolutions, and they say, okay, love is my word for the year. And then they try to embody love the whole year. So, I was thinking about picking a word, but, like, the word, like, God just gave me the word. The word picked me, kind of. Like, God picked the word for me. That's the best way to phrase it. Um, Sorry, another message. And... I was, I can't remember when I heard the word, but, like, I'd said words before to try them out. I kind of thought, oh, God, like, did you, did you not, like, okay. I kind of thought, okay, God, did you give me this word, or is this me, like, kind of being paranoid and, like, impatient? Because 2022 was getting closer, and this was all in December, and I was kind of like, okay, I need a word. Um, and so I was trying things out, but nothing stuck for more than a few hours. I think about it for a few hours, and I still can't remember the words that I had been thinking of. And then I want to say a few days before 2022, I was driving somewhere or doing something, and the word renewal popped in my head. And I thought, oh, interesting, renewal. Like, I wasn't thinking of it in terms of recovery at that time, but... Oh boy, was God right. Renewal for sure. Um, I was thinking of it in different terms, but I thought, okay, that's a pretty fitting word. Like, let's kind of see. I'm going to pray about it and see where this goes. And so, um, sure enough, that was the word. Like, it stuck with me till this day. I probably think about it once a week. Um, and I know that that was God because no other word that I thought of stuck with me, but the word that he popped into my head, like, has stuck with me, what are we, six months into 2022, and so that was one thing, and then I was thinking, okay, God, that's really cool you gave me a word, but, you know, maybe you'll give me a verse, um, and I wasn't counting on it, like, you know, my mom has been doing this for a while, so I wasn't expecting anything, you know, I'm, I'm, I was 14 at the time, and, um, it's my first year really kind of asking God for this, so we're, this is, okay, we were on vacation for, okay, we were trying to go skiing in Tahoe, but the roads were closed, so we ended up staying at my grandparents for two days, and this was a trip that really pushed my eating disorder and I was in quasi recovery at this point like on the trip I was like okay like I am making changes so I was facing fear foods I was beating food rules all this stuff um but I wasn't fully committed and my mom didn't know either like no one really knew it was just me against me and no one else was supporting me so that's the main difference um and that's why I kind of kept getting stuck but we were driving home and um I was sitting in the very back of the car, like the third row, and my mom and stepdad were up in the front. Like my stepdad's driving and they're having a conversation. And I was listening to stuff with my AirPods in. And I remember my stepdad saying, oh, what was that memory verse? And so I paused my video because I was curious. And my mom says, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And I was like, oh, 
I forgot about that verse. That's such a good verse that just should apply to my everyday life. Like, take each day as it comes and just celebrate it. Celebrate being alive. Celebrate the fact that God has you here and you're living and you get to serve him and, like, live another day of life. And so I didn't even think of it in terms of this is God's, like, memory verse for me. I just thought of, okay, like, that's a cool verse. And um, about a week later, we were home. And this verse was still, like, I still thought about it daily. So I talked to my mom on a walk. I was like, Mom, that was so funny when you said that verse. Because I haven't thought of that verse in years, like, since I was in, like, third grade. And she looks at me and she goes, Ruby, I never said that verse, ever. Like, I didn't, I haven't thought of that verse in years either. And I was like, okay, this is, like, crazy. Like, this is crazy. And, you know, she said, like, my me and your stepdad never had that conversation and I was like that's crazy that's like that was God putting the verse in her mouth for me to hear and still to this day I think about that verse weekly and so that was probably the biggest encounter I've had with like just God answering something for me that really just made me trust him so so deeply and um yeah I don't know And so when people say, like, trust the process, that has really helped me just that experience because I truly do know that if I do trust the process, like, God will work things out. And so, um, like, with recovery, a big part of it is me doing stuff, you know, I'm the only one who can eat my fear foods, but a lot of it is also God, like, getting me through it and the strength I get just from the relationship with him daily. And something that's so cool about a relationship with God is you can literally talk to him anywhere, anytime, any way. Some people kneel when they pray. Personally, I lay in bed because I'm falling asleep. I just talk to him until I fall asleep. And um, it just brings me so much peace, you know? And yeah, overall, that's my experience with God. And my mom is fairly open to like, you know, my stepbrother's an atheist, um, and that's okay, like, that's his decision, um, he's not forced to come to church with us, it's a personal decision, and during the pandemic, I'd say I definitely wasn't as close with God, because, like, we came to, when I go to church, I go for community, I go to worship to get with people, worship God together, and to not have that, like, took a huge hit on my relationship with God, but I think that was when I put in the most work, um to keep my relationship strong because you know your relationship cannot rely solely on one thing with anyone with with a friend with a mom if you and a friend have a bond over like a tv show what happens when they stop airing episodes are you guys still going to continue to just like you know banter on for years and years about that same unerring tv show like you have to find multiple things you can connect to people with so same thing with god i go to church i read my bible i pray i listen to worship music i talk to him all of those things combined are what give me a strong faith in him and relationship with him um and then another part of religion is definitely church like that's a big part of things so i kind of want to talk about some controversies i've faced in the church um because 
typically Christians are very judgy, right? They're very anti-LGBTQ. Is it IA plus? Someone like DM me and actually I'll look it up right after. Actually, I'll look it up right now. Um, just because I want to be accurate. Um, because you know that stuff is important. Um, let's see. LGBTIQA or LGBTQIA. Okay. Um, yeah. So plus two. Don't forget the plus. Um, but like typically Christians are judgy of them. They're judgy of like some people even don't like tattoos or jewelry in my denomination of Christianity. And so like I go to a fairly conservative school, and if you've ever, like, been to a Catholic private school, I don't go to one, but I know they're pretty conservative, too, and, like, uniforms and everything. It can be hard to navigate, especially growing up in these times in the 21st century with social media and everything, because, like, the main thing I've had to learn and realize is that the way I dress, the way I talk, what I identify as, even though I'm a strict straight identifying female like that does not make me like less close to god that does not make me less worthy of his love or like his plans you know and so that's a big topic in the church right now um and even like having women pastors has been a big thing you know in the past 10 years we've had more and more women pastors which has been super cool but it's definitely stirred up a lot and so Something that I genuinely love about my church is anyone can come. You're part of LGBTQIA+, come. You have tattoos and piercings, come. My youth pastor has tattoos. Um, You know, some of our youth leaders identify as bi or they identify as, like, gender fluid. And it's so cool to just see how everyone's accepted. And so that's been a big thing, too, is just um, being in a place where I can be accepted um, as I am makes it way, way, way less intimidating. And yeah, I don't know. I think, I think that the environment you're in definitely has a lot to do with how your relationship with God can be affected. And so if you're just struggling in your church environment, I like, I invite you to try somewhere new, maybe a little less conservative, you know, um, Yeah, and I just want to, like, make a disclaimer. If you are part of LGBTQIA+, and you're questioning whether God loves you, he loves you just as much as anyone else. Like, he has an equal and abundant love for everyone. Um, Anyways, that is my experience with religion, how it's helped me in recovery, um, just being a Christian in general. Feel free to, like, DM me if you have questions. You know, I'm open to talk about it. Um, yeah, DM me, message me. I'm always open about anything. Religion, about this podcast, or just, you know, life in general. Um, I love to chat with you guys. Uh, it would mean a lot to me if you guys... Actually, wait. Gotta say what's making me feel sunny. Um, honestly, cooking. I love to cook, and... I haven't cooked in a while, like, just a wholesome, just me in the kitchen. So, I've been able to do that the past couple days, loving it. 
um, I challenge you guys to do something that nurtures your soul. And let me know what that is. I like to hear because everyone's is different and it's so interesting to hear. Anyways, I would love it if you guys rate and review this podcast and, you know, let me know what you want me to talk about. I am open to chat about anything without anything else to say. I hope you guys have a great morning, evening, day, and night, whatever time it is, and I'll catch you guys in the next one.